Hello, I'm Athena this and welcome to the Quarantine Podcast. This week's special guest is... Sam! You're muted. Totally muted. Oh my god. Um, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to turn on my camera then, but apparently I was. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, just a little warning. We are having connecting connection issues. So just a big warning in the beginning. But we'll try and get through it, because, yeah. That's just what we do. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't tell you when to come out. I was just like, hoping. No, it's fine. I can put pieces together, you know? I was like, this is probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay, so Sam, how are you doing today? That's a really great first question, Athena. (laughs) I'm doing good. Uh, I'm like exercising in the mornings now, which is something I didn't used to do. Mm -hmm. So I like, I'm legitimately good because I'm like energized for the day and I like showered, you know? How are you? I woke up like an hour ago and didn't I love wanna, that. didn't want to wake up. <laughs> I went to bed at 2 a.m. because I was just watching a show and the show got me really upset with the ending. You know, like shows end on like cl- on like cliffhangers. Yeah. What's the like, show? Um, oh, it was just Will and Grace. Oh, okay. I haven't I mean, it's seen like, that. Whatever. It's good. It's just a sitcom. I like watching it whenever I want to chill. So, yeah. It's fun. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, I watched it till 2 a.m. Because I want to... F- it's 11 seasons, I think. So I really need to get going on that. I'm only in season two. Mm, wow. I'm also in season three. That's yeah. cool. It's only 20-minute episodes, so I watched wow. like six. Oh, wow. It's really good to get it. Yeah, it's really good. You can just watch it and watch it and watch it. It's such a binge-worthy right. show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam, first question I ask, I ask my guests all the same two questions. I don't know why I said that weird. Um, what's your screen time? Like, on my iPhone? Yeah. Yes, okay, you know what, I should check. It's an it's embarrassingly high, okay? Like, I really it's don't want to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. For the record, though, okay. Um, <laughs> my screen time is six hours and 24 minutes. Okay. Why? Okay. <laughs> What's yours? Um, three hours and 41 minutes. I thought it'd be a lot oh more. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, no. To be fair, I also have an iPad, and that's where I watch all my stuff i'll also check my screen time on my ipad because it's probably like eight hours but i do do school on mm. it sometimes sometimes yeah seven hours and 36 okay. minutes on my ipad mm. i'm usually always on two screens at once you gotcha. know? yeah i'd be embarrassed to see my like screen time on my laptop because that's probably like 14 hours a day like <laughs> granted yeah. that's not my fault because of zoom but mm. i'd be scared to see that number for sure yeah, on my iPad, um, it was Hulu the most. Oh, that was today. Um, it's normally YouTube. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. To- I don't know. I don't know how this works. I guess like each week I spend eighteen hours on YouTube. Mm. That's a lot. It's funny because like, it says like I'm looking at my like thing right now, and it mm. says um, Sunday is my is the most amount of hours and then every other day after that it slowly starts to get less and less to saturday which is like three hours (laughs) 
and then the rest of it is like you know I think this is fake though maybe it's not though because like some of these things are just open in the background oh you know what though I call my boyfriend every night and I just leave my screen on but then it would be like 24 hours one so maybe it is accurate <laughs> I don't know man oh I don't know yeah I screen time is interesting like every time I look at it I'm being like I should reevaluate my life you know have you watched the social dilemma Sam yeah you have yeah okay yeah. did you like the movie the documentary I did I did okay I didn't watch all of it <laughs> so, so I should stop myself there mm-hmm. um probably should not talk or I haven't watched all of it. Dude, I keep falling asleep um, in the middle of movies. I should switch majors. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I get two. Um, like, so... dead ass. Oh my God, dead ass. Yeah, like, it's really bad. I was watching, what's it called? I, yeah, no. Um, the other night I was watching a movie with my parents and I fell asleep in the middle of it and I woke up and there was like 20 minutes left and I had no idea what was going on. So I literally haven't watched a movie all the way through in, um, Maybe a month. <laughs> Again, I should switch majors. No, that's what I, I normally start the movie like first ten minutes, and then I'm like, this is kind of boring, and I stop. You know, like as screenwriter, mm. as a screenwriting major, always, they always say like, oh, capture the audience in the first ten minutes, and I like pay attention to the first ten minutes, and if my attention is not grabbed, I'm like, what am I even doing? No. Plus, like right. I always start like, how like, late at night. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. The next, <laughs> the next the question. Social it was okay. Oh, okay. Let's go on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it kind of ties into that one. Do you have any movie or TV show recommendations? No. Um, well, okay. So <laughs> I've said this to so many people. So if you're listening to this and I've said it to you and you're like, oh my God, Sam, shut up. I'm sorry, okay? But Miss America is a really good show. Mrs. America defined my life in the beginning of quarantine, okay? Um, mm-hmm. It's on Hulu and it won a bunch of Emmy, Emmys, Emmys. So it's really good. Um, so Mrs. America for a TV show, love that show. Mm-hmm. Um, should this just be like my favorites or like my watch list? Your watch list. I'm checking my letterbox right now, okay. and we'll talk about letterbox. I honestly yeah. forgot. I'm literally to letterbox right now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Hmm. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I mean, it depends. You can just give. Sorry, some I just paused because, like, like. Yeah. Okay. Um. Sorry, my Wi-Fi is like really bad. I'm, so I'm <laughs> genuinely worried. But um, I hope we'll be okay. <laughs> I hopefully it will because it, it was fine last night. But it always does this. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time is Donnie Darko. Hmm. Um, I'm literally obsessed with that movie. Have, have you seen that? No, not yet. <laughs> no. I yeah. This one, I was like scared it's not a horror movie or anything but I was like I don't know how old like 15 and I was just like scared and then I re-watched I think six times now and I've watched it on film I've watched it like in theaters I've watched even though it came out like 
the 90s. No, 2001. Oh my, but I love that movie. Sorry, I'm like talking about the movies instead of like recommending them. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. I do that a lot of times. Um, I would just recommend Will and Grace is good if you just want to have a show on casually. It's kind of like The Office for me, where like you can kind of just pick up or wherever, whenever, and it's just chill. And then I I also watched rewatched okay, Easy A. I don't think I've seen all of Easy A. Yes. I don't remember, so I just rewatched I... it because why not? Yeah. Yeah, I remember I watched that movie. I want to say either middle school or school. I haven't seen it since, but it's, it's based really. on the Scarlet Letter, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I think I watched it. Yeah, like, right I love that book. I kind of read the book. I mm. mean, I, I was assigned to read it, and then I just. <laughs> I'm not, I don't think I did. I watched the movie, though. I watched EZA, but I don't think I watched all of it. Because, you know, when you watch a movie, you can, like, remember parts of it. All I remember was the A. Yes. And I was like, I don't remember anything else. So I was like, I need to rewatch it. But I don't truly know if I watched all of it. I think it's just one of those right. movies where, like, you're like, yeah, I think I've seen it. That was the same energy for Superbad yeah. with me. I know I watched Superbad, but I yeah. can't remember anything besides, like, what everyone else remembers about McLovin. Like, that's... Right, yeah. I, I have that with a lot of movies where I'm like... I remember certain really famous parts of it. And I'm like, did I see that? Or did I just see that scene? I, I like, don't know. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, and that's why I, even though, like, I like famous and classic movies, I hate watching them. Because then, like, I know that I'm looking for, like, the famous line or whatever. Or I'm looking for, like, what made it a big deal. And then I'm like, I'm not even watching this movie, you know? I'm just, like, scanning it, basically. Yeah. What's Even though like, I love movies like that. Like, yeah. love classic movies. Like- mm. You know, it's interesting. Your Wi-Fi is making you, like, very much, like, I don't know, like, paint-like. It's interesting. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, mosaic. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, it honestly looks pretty sick. Probably really annoying for people that are watching this, but if you don't want to watch this, you can listen to the audio. There's an audio version. Link in my link tree on instagram or in the description (laughs) that was an interesting segue okay um yeah also email the podcast (laughs) email me at if you know this podcast i'm only doing this is my um i'm doing two more episodes after this so if you want to talk if you want to like say anything email the podcast link down or just like copy and paste down below (laughs) okay sam you got into film school I mean, you're, explain that. I mean, you're already in film school, but, like, you got in film school. Like, do you want to explain that process? Because it's kind of confusing. It's a little bit of a clickbaity yeah. title, because you're already it's in film school. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's a really uh, confusing thing. Because, um, like, I think the process for most film schools that you apply to and I'm not shading CSUN anyway, because I love CSUN. I've had amazing classes at CSUN. But you can't deny that their film production selection process is definitely different than most other universities. Yes. Um, so I'm not, I'm not trying to sound negative, but I am going to acknowledge that it's very like different than like most things. Because um, like most universities, you apply as a freshman for film production, and then you either get in or you don't. Yeah. At CSUN, 
you apply as a freshman and you like it's an impacted major so a certain amount of students are let in as film provisional students and basically that's like once you paid a certain number of units once you have these like lower requirements that we teach you we meaning CSUN um then you can apply and you're like and yeah like you can apply at the end of your sophomore year um to get into the like actual film school um and then if you like you there's other alternatives like now you can apply for tv production and i know there's you're in screenwriting and like there's entertainment media management only certain ones require portfolios um but film production is the one that i was going for so yeah fine it's kind of scary because you're like already at the school and um you know you're like i really don't want to be at this school and then be accepted and then not get in for the major i wanted so there's like a lot of pressure on it but yeah. i did get in i got in in october for film production so, yeah. plus it's also awkward because like the first friend first people you meet your freshman year like probably all the same major as you or like you know you know you meet other film provisional people and you're like oh i can't wait to like you seem like they're they seem like really cool and you want to work with them but then like you but you apply at the same time and like what if you don't get in like all your friends get in or like vice versa you know like you're the only one out of your friends and it's just like really competitive and i get like film is competitive right. but it really just enhances that like everyone's out to get you kind of energy even though i don't think necessarily a lot of kids like feel that way outwardly yeah but like maybe internally they'd be like oh, you know just kind of scared yeah. yeah no that's a really good point that's it's definitely like kill or be killed uh atmosphere a lot of the time like i'm really lucky because like because <laughs> like a lot of people that I really care about and that I've known did get into film production. And so I was really happy about that um, because like, I want the best, the people that I'm really close to, obviously. I mean, I want the best for everybody, but like, especially the people that I'm really close to. So it was really great to see that like one of my best friends from CSUN who applied got in too. Um, and just other people that I've worked with before that got in, I was like, yay, that's great. Oh, I do know people that didn't get in, um, which like sucks you can apply twice for one thing and also it's not like it dictates your life you know you can do whatever you want most people don't even go to film school they're in the industry anyway i don't know if that's true i just made that up but probably. you know <laughs> yeah yeah probably yeah yeah so that's kind of like how it works i'm in screenwriting so i don't have to apply yet they might make an application but like i'm chilling like you know yeah like beginning like before college i barely wrote two pages of a screenplay and I was like this is what I want to do with my life well, I was mainly writing plays and I was like screenwriting is close enough I do want to make films I gotta learn it so why not like I would have totally been cut <laughs> you know I <laughs> I don't know what I would be doing yeah. right now if I like if screenwriting had an application I would honestly probably just major in theater and then be scared <laughs> unless theater gets like uh, yeah I mean yeah yeah i was gonna say that's the thing theater is also super competitive like because I, I did theater in high school and you like do theater so like you know <laughs> like it's it's really uh crazy and i think i, I kind of got into like behind the camera because in my head i was like oh if i'm going for crew positions it's not going to be as competitive as like going for the talent roles because like talent is so dependent on like look and like just so many things that are a lot of like a lot of the time out of your control 
Um, but no, it's just as competitive, if not more, to be on crew because people want to, so many people want to be a director, you know? Yeah, um, everyone wants to be a director. But like, I, I feel like that's, I mean, I want to be a director, but like, I'm fine with never being <laughs> that. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It just that you, we don't we don't even know what what they do, you know. Like we're we've never been a director. We've never been like a for real producer. We've never like been like a writer for a huge thing. We've never been in the professional environments. And what if we hate it, you know? Like, and directing directors mainly work with actors. I think I don't truly know. I mean, they think they do everything, but I mean, like directors are especially like kind of like the babysitters of actors I just maybe that's not the right term to use but you know like I see a bunch of like just people in film school mainly the men no offense to men I mean no I'm a girl and I want to be a director but a lot of y'all want to be directors when you guys have never acted before and I think it's good to be a director and know the different types of acting techniques I mean my professor told me that and I know about Adler Oh, Stanislavski, of course. I mean, you know, but like um, Strasberg, Meisner, Udenhag. I don't know if his last one. Udenhag. I mean, I could be saying that completely wrong. I don't want to say that person's name. Okay, I barely know them, but I know that there is a type of acting with like ooh, and then I think Hagen. I'm also really bad at names. So yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember I did like a Meisner workshop in high school. Um, that was very interesting. Uh, and I also did like a Stanislavski workshop, but other than that, I haven't actually done any techniques, but also I don't want to be an actor or a director. So like, does it really matter? <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. So. I just know Stanislavski and Strasberg. I want to get into Adler. I like, I don't know. And Meisner is just the thing I recently started looking into. I don't know how I mm -hmm. feel about any of these. I'm just like going with the flow. Yeah, and, yeah, I yeah. get that. I just recently kind of learned the huge differences and I have a bunch of books like on my list to read and I'm like, oh my God, it's a whole other beast. Yeah. And then Shakespeare, if you want to do Shakespeare is a whole other thing. <laughs> so I'm staying away from that for a little while. <laughs> oh, I can't even handle it oh my god yeah, yeah so what's your major then since you got into film program like yeah oh yeah sorry I was like halfway through talking about that that I like, derailed no, it's all good. No, um, it's all good. but uh yeah okay so I got in for producing so like there's four different emphases now um sorry I, I know you know this Athena I'm just explaining it in case anyone's listening who like doesn't know no um, yeah. but basically there's producing, cinematography, editing, and sound. And cinematography always has the most applicants because yeah. it's cinematography and everybody thinks that they're a cinematographer if they have um, a, a camera, like a Sony A3, you know, like it's <laughs> everybody thinks that they know everything. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, a lot of people do. I'm not trying to like bag on people, but also a lot of people don't. So anyway, everybody goes for cinematography. I went for producing, I got in for producing. Um, but I don't know. I'm hoping to get in some classes as well that are like uh, editing oriented and sound oriented. I'm just, I'm interested in a lot of things and I don't wanna be limited to just producing. But yes, my major right now and my emphasis is film production, producing, 
and yeah so yeah so yeah (laughs) yeah you know what I really like about CSUN and everything is that everyone that's in film like the multimedia management screenwriting like the film production people the tv all of our our majors technically cinema and television I mean our degree is cinema and television arts but like we can spin that as a writer I can be like yeah I got a screenwriting degree when like that's true or for like if I want to be like a PA or something be like I got a cinema and television arts degree I'm not lying Mm -hmm. I'm just showcasing my major versus degree and I think that's not illegal. Right. I mean, obviously, but it's like it's like sick. I can like flex both. I can, be, you know. But that's like awkward if like so, like two people come up to you and be like, "Hey, didn't you go to a cinema and television? Didn't you get a cinema and television yeah, degree?" True. And someone else is like, "Didn't you get a screenwriting degree? You maybe you just had got it run." Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like technically, yeah. yes. Yeah. It'll be hard to explain because just CSUN's like really interesting and yeah, just really interesting, like really unique. I would feel. And it's like in the top yeah. 25 of, of film schools. I think it's just because of that film program and it's like really, I think how many people applied? 170 around, right? Mm-hmm. For the um, whole, for like all of them or like per each thing? I don't remember. My professor was telling me. I think it's for like, it's all of film. I think it was like 170 and they let in like 50 to 60 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think, what, sorry? They do like, it's not like they only let in 10 people or something, you know, I know there's some schools where it's like top three students, you know, it's not like that, but it's, it's still like a group for sure. It's a, it's a chunk out of the people that applied for sure. Yeah. Pretty small chunk. You know, didn't they just add producing? It used to be only sound editing and cinematography but they just added producing I think like last year yeah they did and I was so because I remember I was sitting in the CSUN Cinema Club and we had Professor Hogan come and he was talking to us about just applying for the film program you know and I was a freshman and I was a baby and I was super nervous and um he was talking about how they might add a producing emphasis and I was like like my jaw literally dropped. I was like, God, I hope that they have that by the time I'm applying but I don't think they would because like producing is Ah, sorry. Um, (laughs) Producing is definitely an area that I'm very interested in because I feel like I'm I'm a micromanager and I'm like I like to I like to know everything about what's going on um so I really like producing assistant directing stuff like that I like to have um more management roles in that area um so I was really happy when they added that emphasis and I was I think I think they added it last year, but this is the first semester that they actually have the class for it. So we're like the babies, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. So this is like a trial run. <laughs> yeah. You know what's good, though? I, my professor was saying how it's good that they had a producing um, emphasis, but it also means that less people are going to get into the other one because I think they had 20 people in each. So they accepted 60 people. But now with... Mm-hmm. Um, with that and the professors and just the space, I think they only added 17 people per class. And even if you got into the program, there's still a chance 
that some classes you won't get into. So it's even a competitiveness once you're already in to get the classes that you want. Technically, you have a bunch of options, but like mainly people want to take the good ones. And like there's clearly a difference between like, oh, this one got sold out in like a minute. Oh my God. I mean, not a minute, but yeah. Yeah, no. That's definitely something I'm experiencing because my um, school registration date isn't until December 2nd. And there's already classes that I'm supposed to be in next semester that are like filled up just because people are just, you know, it's like, no, <laughs> I need those for my major. Um, yeah. I talk to some professors and sort some stuff out, but yeah, yeah, it's competitive for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I had my registration date a week ago and I got all my classes. I'm chilling. Mm, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just good to like join other clubs that give you priority registration. That's like a big hack, you know, just do things. Yeah. I mean, you'll be extra stressed, but like, it's better than like be like right now where you're like, oh my God, am I going to graduate on time? My classes are all full. It's just going to get worse. I mean, maybe the pandemic has helped a little bit because I know some people have dropped out, but like mm-hmm. maybe it's also ignited a fire in some people. Or like, I don't know, like the film industry is kind of like dying right now, sad to say, in theater. But like, you know, people are hopeful or people are pessimistic. It depends on each person about the future. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's something that Lisa... Sorry. Sorry. No, you you go, you go. Say. That's something that Lisa was talking to me about um, when I was on her on her YouTube channel, she asked, one of the questions she asked me was something along the lines of like, so like, why are you getting a film degree? And like, like especially because like the industry right now is like in decline. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride and we're going to see what happens from here. Don't yeah. ask me those questions. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> no, yeah, I get that. Plus like, I see a bunch of TikToks. I mean, it might be the wrong information, but people that say that they're in the film industry, they're like, getting a film degree doesn't help you at all. And I was like, well, what the heck? I think it helps me because I'm a writer. I mean, I can help you. I don't know. But like, I think it's good for connections. I think honestly, like everyone says like for college and stuff, but film school can like help you. I mean, for like, okay, I guess don't pay like $60,000 for a film degree when the, you know, but CSUN's like cheap, yeah. like, you know, go to a school that won't break the bank, but also like fulfills what you want to do. And I mean, like, I don't know, I pay less mm-hmm. than 2K for CSUN. I know most people only pay upwards of 4K per semester. That's not that much. That's less than my high school. So <laughs> I'm living life. I'm chilling. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially if you're going to stay in California. Like, I'm trying to stay in California. The CSUs are, like, really good. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to New York for theater, maybe. But, like, there's still, like, film in New York, you know? Like. Oh, yeah. I'm a city girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I hear, like, there's only, like, three film schools that are worth going to. But I feel like there it's even more competitive and like stressing you out and it's worth a lot of money. I think it's like AFI, right? USC and NYU. I think that's it. I think it might be another one or I don't know, the other I messed that up, but like people always say go to those three. But then if everyone's going there, like no not we can't all be directors, we can't all do this. And that's a lot of money. You know, so I would recommend maybe just going to like a local college. If you live in California, that's sick. 
if you don't yeah. maybe come out to get, i don't know but yeah tough dates are yeah. pretty chill everyone shits on them but they're pretty legit like you know pretty cheap yeah especially during a pandemic like we're all in zoom university why are y'all paying so much right people are paying like thousands of dollars to teach themselves an online class like absolutely not yeah <laughs> i mean i guess i'm doing that too but i'm paying less money than they are so it's a yeah. little bit better <laughs> yeah 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 okay let's talk about letterbox sam and so how do y'all feel about how do you feel about letterbox uh, Letterboxd is like my um, I love Letterbox. Uh, I got it in high school. You got it in Yeah, high no, I love it. I remember I uh I got it in high school actually. Uh what's it called? Should I okay, should I spell some juicy tea or no? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I was I had a huge crush on this guy in high school and he told me about and he was older than me and he went off to college. And I don't know why we were talking, but he basically was like, yeah, like everybody at film school uses Letterbox," And I was like, oh, I'm going to be ahead of the curve. I'm going to get Letterbox." And so then I got it and I didn't have any friends on it for like two years. And um, yeah, so <laughs> that, um, but then I go see and, and like everybody has it and it's really cute and it's great. And I love having all my little friends on it. I think I've told you before, I used to do reviews on it. I don't do reviews anymore because... Um, it just takes a lot of brain power for that kind of thing that I simply do not possess. Um, every time yeah. I watch a movie, I can't write out paragraphs about it instantly. I can remember the best line of it, though, and that's what's going to be my review. So. Yeah, but like those reviews get so many likes. They just like quote something from the movie. Like, it's like upwards of 500 likes. Right. Like my new plan is to be Letterbox famous. 2021, I want to be Letterbox famous. Yeah. If, follow me on Letterbox. I'll follow you back now. But... We'll see in like a year from now. I don't know. I want to leave reviews. I haven't yet. I haven't even liked reviews because I'm just like, that can come to bite you in the ass one day. Like if you would say like you're me, like a, like a director or like a produ- and producer or whoever and being like, hey, did you watch my movie? And you're like, yeah, I liked it. And that's like normally the end of the conversation. But what if they like go to your letterbox and you give it two stars? They're like, you fake hoe. Like, you know, they can just bite you. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't want that to happen to me but honestly i'm getting more sh- i'm watching too many things on letterbox and that maybe that could be my excuse because like now i try mm-hmm. to watch a movie every other day try to as in just like we'll see what happens and also i have to watch movies for school but i really like making lists on letterbox i have like a marvel list a musical list a stand-up list and then like so I started in September, so I have a September list, October, then the end of November. I'll, I'll put all the movies I watched in November and put it there. Maybe that might be too much because I mean you can just see in the so diary cool. thing, but yeah, I don't know. I can't see your musical list because that's one of the first lists I ever made. I made a musical list, and I haven't touched this in literally like two or three years. I only have two. Um, li- I only have two but- on them. I think I only have Newsies and Rent. I want to watch more musicals, but. I honestly just watch bootlegs on YouTube and like there's no like thing for it on Letterbox. Also, I want to see like TV shows on Letterbox. I know Queen's Gambit is on it. It's a limited series. But then like yeah. other TV shows aren't. So I'm really confused. It's kind of weird because it's like um because I think the way that you do, I don't know because I've never done it, but I'm pretty sure to add a film to Letterbox, you can just do it, you know? You can oh, literally just 
So anybody can add a TV show and then put in their own description of it and then people can like review it. And so that's why I think there's some TV shows and some not because like these limited series that are coming out, people want to review. So then one person is just going to type it in and then like review it and then other people are going to see it and then do that too. Um, But like things like The Office aren't on there because that came out years before Letterboxd and like nobody did that, you know? I don't know though. Is The Office on Letterboxd? I have no idea. There's a different app for tv shows my friend who was a tv production major i don't know what it's called i gotta ask her i'll ask her after this because i really want yeah i've been like i looked online like why doesn't letterbox have tv shows and i think like letterbox said like oh that'll be like they asked like their community i guess they have like beta testers or they did have i don't know but they were saying how like then everyone would just say like like such as binge binging being so prominent like all everyone would just be like, oh, I binge watch Will and Grace. Like, for example, that'd be mine. And, like, that's all I'm going to have for, like, weeks. And that's going to flood your, like, activity thing. Like, of course, people right. watching TV on the side. Oh, my God, I want to yeah, text your... Who is it? Is it Wendy? No, it's Lauren. Lauren. Um, she was my So I don't think I've ever talked about her because, like, she's great. But I didn't, like, I don't hang out with her really, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh... I probably never met her. It's like I lived with her for a year, and so I was like around her all the time. <laughs> but like, I, I'm not like actually like hanging out with her. She's in San Diego, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, I don't know. Cause when, yeah, Wendy's also a TV production major. Um, yeah, I feel bad for anybody who isn't at season who has no idea who we're talking about. <laughs> I know. I'm about to be like, oh god, we feel like the the type of people that are just like, hey, do you know Chris? Chris? Like, who's Chris? And then we just like talk about like you're just leaving like the third person <laughs> out. I feel bad, but like, good if they're watching this. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. Okay. So Sam, Matt moves. Okay, please text Lauren. I don't even know who Lauren is, but like I, you, <laughs> you mentioned her a couple times. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it's fine. If not, maybe I'll leave it in the description. If like she gets back by tomorrow, you know, or I could always change it later. Okay, um, Sam, how do we know each other? That's a good question. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you don't we met. Uh, no, oh my God, of course I remember. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Okay, the, the Season Cinema Club did this event called yeah. Film 180. Yeah. And um, I was so scared to go. Um, I literally, I didn't tell anybody I was going. I so. only texted with Colin. I know I'm like bringing people that we don't know into this, but like all I did was text mm-hmm. Colin and I was, I think I, yeah, that's all I did. And I was so scared. It was like right outside the theater building. And I was like, am I really mm-hmm. staying here with people for like three hours that I don't even, like, I, I don't even probably right? know anyone. These are all like the film people that are actually like legit. And I was just a freshman at the time. And I was like, I bet I'm just going to be holding something the whole time. And like, <laughs> I was like okay with that you know yeah you know I that's how, that's kind of how I felt but then the group that I was selected for happened to be composed of a few people I did know so I was like oh okay this is fine this is fine also one of them was my roommate so <laughs> so of course it was fine yeah um but yeah no so anyway so we were in a group together we were signed in a group for film 180 which is basically a day where we had three hours to make a short film Mm-hmm. like to write shoot and then we were going to screen them later that night and so we were in the same group um and then a few like basically that whole group went you you cut out i think and then we just started hanging out 
Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's we went to Jack in the Box and then we saw a Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Like I think. A- yes. That Dude, I so love that. And that you know pizza that we had. That was so was, good. Oh my god. So I've literally never seen a pizza that big. Remember, we wanted to get. They had like a huge pizza that they said takes like days to like order in advance. Um, <laughs> we did not get that one. So funny though, because like I remember feeling so stuck after eating that, and we were trying to get a pizza like two times the size of that one. So I'm glad we didn't do that. Yeah, that'd have been dumb. We should do it again. If if you know what though, you live in Northridge, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I live in Thousand Oaks. If we really wanted to, we could do that. You know. I'm like, down, it's just, Sam. It's kind of a drive, but like I'd be down once Corona kind of subsides and after this whole like lockdown. Yeah. Like if we go into full on lockdown. I'm, I'm one of the few. I want us to go into lockdown. Me too. Okay. No, I'm with I'm, you. I'm over this in-between stage. I know. You know, like. Because, dude, just, if we don't, if we yeah. don't, bro, then that means our junior year is also done. Maybe mm-hmm. senior year we would get back in person. But, like, no, right. man. Like, stop ruining. No. No. I yeah, don't exactly. leave my house. I can't understand how people are. I Like, I know people who went out and, like, partied on Halloween. Like people who were close to me, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's so bad. The, I literally only leave the house for work. Mm. I don't want that's so it. I and home. like, there are people I know who are just like hanging out, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. I guess if it's negative, it's not a big deal, but it's just like the attitude of it that really annoys me. No, I still think you should not be hanging out. Like, yes, of course, wear a mask when you're out, but, like, only be out for essential things. I, like, I, last week, I drove, well, I didn't drive, my mom drove. I'm learning how to drive, but I drive slowly. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> Never get in the car with me, I swear. But, um, my, I, I had a film project. I'm taking, um, Art 250. You took that class, didn't you? I love Art 250. Uh, uh, mine's in black and white. Yours isn't in black and white, I, I heard, right? So, uh, my, well, I had it last semester, and mine was in black and white. It's just that since then, I like. Yeah, you like black and white, or sorry, you cut off. Sorry, yeah, I, my internet totally freaked out for a second. I'll say what I said again, but and I had it last semester, and it was in black and white. And I was very fortunate to be in that group of people that literally the way that the timeline of events happened was we learned to shoot on film. We did our first assignment of printing. And then literally the day after I did my last print for that project, uh, the the like the shutdown started and that's when I had to go home. So I was really happy that I was one of the few who was able to actually like print and fully do the experience of it. Um, but I did shoot in black and white. It's just that now I liked it so much that I shoot in color. I literally have like my film thing like right here. Nice. Um, Cause like, and I'm gonna be developing that soon, but I'm waiting until I have a few rolls, um, cause like, I'd want to use as much of the chemical, like if I'm buying the chemicals, I really want to, um, use it while they're still good, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to develop film at all, and I, I might add a photog- photo slash, photography slash video minor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. I mean, I already have a theater minor, but it could work. I, I just need to, like, be double stressed I might have an extra semester but I think I can just do like winter and summer classes just whatever mm-hmm. so, to like get it Are done you taking what no I'm not taking any winter classes this time because I took a summer class already and also I already um, finished all my GEs so there's nothing for me to take so oh my god pop off 
I know. I mean, I'm just taking, like, in my theater classes and everything. Um, and my, my one film class. I'm taking technically two GEs, but, like, both of them aren't offered over winter. Plus, like, I'd only have 12 units if I didn't take them, and I want to be a full-time student. So I just got to get ahead and, like, double count stuff, and then I'll be fine. And, yeah, so. Gotcha. What was my question? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, I haven't, like developed film but I really want to learn and I'm really upset I didn't get the chance but at least now my love of photography has grown even though like I can't really do anything you know I'm just stuck at my house walking around my neighborhood but it's fine it's fine yeah that. yeah so you're taking a winter class though right I am yeah I'm taking a theater class <laughs> nice for that I'm really nervous but it's also an asynchronous class so I'm taking just zoom meetings that's sick I feel like that's kind of boring I like like theater like the just the whole community aspect because theater people yeah. are annoying but theater people are cool like I, I can say they're annoying because I'm a theater person like not all of them yeah. but like if you just had to like group them together they're all annoying but I love yeah, yeah. them like I'm I'm not gonna deny I'm not an annoying theater kid I love being an annoying theater kid it's my favorite thing ever but sometimes you just like it's too much you know yeah, absolutely and you know as a former theater kid myself I'm like outing myself right now because I spent so much time in college building up the idea that um I'm a film kid I'm not a theater kid but like <laughs> I have my theater roots you know yeah and uh, yeah no we're annoying as hell <laughs> so annoying all the I, time I have a no reason I have a conspiracy theory that I think most film people because I don't think necessarily there's like film in high school at least not as much as theater is like a established thing all film kids are either like I really think that they're either like past theater people or like band or choir people like that's just that's, that's true yeah. that's film kids like that's film kids, yeah because we needed an artistic outlet in high school but like film is not in most I don't know if that's true about most I don't know mine didn't yeah so like we just had to do our best with what we had and, like work with it so yeah that's totally true it's really cool to meet film people too who like were in like band and like or like orchestra or whatever and like also can play a musical instrument really well and it's like wow that's cool yeah wow so much talent yeah yeah so are you thinking about adding a minor right uh yeah i uh i'm gonna have a marketing Oh, you froze. Econ class over the summer, and I'm taking a business class right now. I'm still in my, like, under, what's it called? Grad. No, under, uh, yeah. lower division, lower division. Yeah, I'm still in my lower divisions for the marketing minor. I have, like, two more classes to take that are not in the 300s. Hmm. And then after that, um, I have, like, three classes I have to take. So it's not a ton of classes. Um, I'm not officially declared yet because of various complications with my unit counts but like I'm planning on having a marketing minor and I'm like a third of the way through that marketing minor cool yeah right now I think my theater minor it's acting slash directing I, I think I need 27 and one okay I gotta count three what's three four, nine I'm nine so I'm a third of the way done after next semester mm -hmm after next semester and then also for Gosh. photography I took the first class so it's 18 so it's just 
I have 15 left, so that just means five classes. And then, oh God, how do I do math? Oh, but theater classes are weird where some of the units just require me to like do a show. So I don't necessarily need to take like 10 classes or like whatever, nine classes. I can just like do pe part of a show. Yeah. So. Is that like at the Sophia? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, no. That's Actually, I don't know. You know, like the theater building at the end of CSUN, I think, like, North, you know where, like, Cinema Club was? Like, the the place for it? That that uh, building? Yeah. That building, they have shows yeah. there. Like, they're just, like, they do three shows, I think, a semester. I just got to be part of two of those, either tech or be on stage for one of them. Technically, that's two. So cool. Um, but, yeah. That's so cool. Are you part of, um... The CSUN Theater Guild? Yeah, I am. Like, very, I don't go to all the meetings because I don't really know anyone, but like, I go whenever I can. And I'm like, some of them are really cool. And I like follow them on Instagram, and the other of them, they don't really know me. And like, all of them do the shows. <laughs> so it's like hard to like connect with them when they already have their inside jokes. But like, I don't right. know. I maybe want to be like treasurer or something. Maybe not treasurer, but I don't know what they, but like, be one of the like board members would be cool. I just really like theater, and I, I think I've been to like five or six meetings this semester, which isn't that much, but honestly, they don't meet every single week, so about half I've been, so, yeah. Yeah, no, they're really cool, they a lot of different activities, which I think is really, I'm, I've never been to the Theater Guild meetings, but I corresponded with, I think, their vice president a little bit, um, and he was really cool. Um, yeah. So cool, that's so exciting. If I ever have time in my life, I'll be going to the theater guild, just like, give me a sec. <laughs> yeah. My Madison thing, like where like all the clubs message you, for anyone that doesn't know, my Madison was messed up. Like it didn't have my correct yeah. email. So I never got any of the emails, but like, so I only like went, to, that's why I didn't go to any screenwriting meeting, like screenwriters club meeting. I only, then I found out about cinema club because I mean, they didn't change the day and they posted it on Instagram. I've only went to cinema club, like mentorship stuff and like, you know, other meetings like that. Like I, I went to like a meeting probably like every day or every other day, but I didn't go to like everything I signed up for because I didn't mm. get the emails, <laughs> you know? So what I had to do at the end of the last semester, I called them and I was on the phone for like two hours just being like, cause when I signed up, you know, like the thing on your phone where it just like auto corrects for you. I mean, not autocorrect, but like it's in gold. It has like your username. So it just made my email Athena read this at mycson.edu or something. That's not my email. So I just, it just like was incorrect. And like, I couldn't change it. I called IT about it and they were like, I don't know what to do. Like, this is like a third party. And I was like, are you kidding me? Just like change it. And they couldn't. So I just gave up and tried it at the end of the semester and it worked. And it was, the guy was really nice. It just that he didn't understand my problem when and he was like, like, how the heck did this even happen? You know, like, yeah. did, like what? And I was like, I, I even like I typed on it and just auto corrected to like my name. Wow. And just like sent me and I was that was like the first day of orientation when it did that. And like, you know, like the thing you have to like scan everything for like points or whatever for orientation. I didn't I, I didn't do that at all because I couldn't. So I had to physically write down my information. Oh no. But most clubs didn't do that, so eh, whatever. Yeah. They just used whoever scanned. Whatever. Yeah, that's be an area I'm, I want to do more in next semester is being a part of more clubs because, like, 
I don't know. Like when I was a freshman, I signed up for like a ton of clubs and um, I don't know if there's a helicopter going by. So I'm sorry if you can hear that. No, but, it's all good. Um, but yeah, no, I only wound up going, when I was a freshman, I only went to two clubs and then now I'm really only a part of like one and a half, even though I'm registered in the other clubs. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I want to get more involved in that because I'm trying to network more. And also I want to learn more. So aside from like my classes, it's just hard with Zoom to like get yourself up and like sit in front of something that you don't have to be doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so can you talk about the club that you're in? You kind of help run all Alliance for Women in Entertainment. I can absolutely talk about that. Uh, yeah. Shout out to them. I'm the PR coordinator for them. So I, uh, I, you know, it's called PR coordinator. I don't know if that's really the job that I do. I'm really just the social media marketing person. Um, I don't really handle like PR because we haven't really had that many PR situations. I really just handle um, the marketing aspect of it. But yes, so I, I run our Instagram and we have a cute little rainbow feed right now. So if you want to check this out, it's at CSUN Awe. We're yeah. hoping to, we are a registered club now, um, but we started like in the summer. So it's been like an awkward transition phase. And our goal is to become eventually like a nonprofit that's connected throughout a bunch of universities. Um, but we're still in the baby phases of that, of just yeah. establishing ourselves, let alone having other chapters. So we're connected to the CSU Entertainment Alliance though, and that does have a lot of other chapters and is a nonprofit outside of um, CSUN. So that's cool. But that's my club. We meet every Wednesday and we talk together. <laughs> Hopefully we're gonna start doing more projects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, I'm part of it. I mean, like I don't go to all the meetings, sorry. It just, Wednesday's my only day off from like right. not having no. a thing after classes. And, you know, I have a three hour, then like another three hour and I'm just tired, you know? So I try to go when I can. And when I think the topic's interesting and, or even like, I'm not like dead, like, you know, Zoom fatigue is real and it really hits me on Wednesdays. That's Mm -hmm. that's like my biggest day where it hits me. So Sam, you work two jobs, right? As well as like with all. Can you tell me about the two jobs? You don't have to tell me the location of them, but yeah. Yeah, uh, so, well, one of my jobs is freelance editing jobs. I don't have to tell you the location of that because it's right here on my laptop. But um, I just, uh, I edit weekly YouTube videos for my dad's organization. That's just kind of, that's really more of a side thing. I do that. I only do like nine hours a week and that's really chill. And um, and then my other job is like a, a classic uh, minimum wage. I'll do whatever takes job. I work in a gelato shop where I am a coffee barista. So yes, and we're, it's really good. Um, we're like authentic Italian, um, we're a franchise, but like the original one, which is in Agora Hills, um, is like authentic Italian, like literally like went to Italy, learned the art of gelato, came back and like does it. And so it's really cool. Um, yeah, those are my two jobs. Cool. Um, Wait, and I so, work- sorry, who do you, who do you edit for? It kind of- I work for my dad. It's just like a, it's like a little side thing. I just did it for my dad. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. What do you, what do you use Final Cut? I do. I use Final Cut. I'm, we've talked about this. I'm hoping to bring. To be certified, right? I do do like parts of the 
video and then he does a different part of the video he does some editing as well um because and so because of that he uses final cut so that's why i use final cut because like we're transferring you know same type of files and stuff so that's the main reason why i'm still using final cut i mean i love final cut for fun but i am trying to learn avid and premiere soon <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah i just started learning premiere i mean like i'm in the baby stage i'm editing one video yeah um I mean, I just watched a good tutorial and I was like, I'm gonna just do it. I'm not gonna be scared today. Right. But I'm scared right now. I'm like, I'm scared <laughs> today to go back because I'm right. I'm trying to learn how to animate stuff. So like for one part of the video, I have to like have something on my face and I don't know how to move it. So that's mm -hmm. what I'm, that's like, you run into so many challenges while editing and it's fun to like figure it out. But I ran into like four or five challenges yesterday alone and I tackled like most of them. But like the two that I haven't yet, I don't know where to even start. I don't even know what the hell. I know. I totally get that. The like one time that I used After Effects like ever, I'm outing myself right now because like I, sh I'm a film student. I know how to do After Effects, but you know, I'm I don't know how to do After Effects, and also my computer doesn't even have enough RAM for it. So, um, I have to get a new laptop. But, but I don't like editing anyway. But the one time I used After Effects, I literally had to go like frame by frame to change the color of something because it was like moving a whole ton in the shot and it was the wrong, it was the tip of a gun and it was bright orange and I had to like get rid of that. And it was so upsetting and so frustrating. I hate editing with passion. I like, like your challenges are fun. I do not have fun with those challenges. I get so frustrated so fast when I can't like do it, but it's fun when you do know how to do it. You can just like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I hated editing for a while because I hate like hearing my voice over and over again. I like, like with video making process, being in front of the camera. And I was like, wait, do I, why am I writing? Like, what am I doing? But I was right. like, I need to learn how to edit. I mean, just because I'm a film kid and you need to have skills, you need to learn all Adobe Premiere, all Adobe right. Suite, and like, you know, need to know Premiere, mm -hmm. Photoshop, After Effects, like, and like others, do you have any other like skills that you think like film kid needs to know? Like I'll be like taking mental note. Um, well, okay. I feel like everybody talks about the, sorry, I was checking to see if Lauren texted me back. She has <laughs> not yet, but, um, okay. I feel like uh, everybody always talks about, you're gonna know some of these. So like, I'm not, I'm preaching to the choir right now, but I feel like everybody always assumes like editing footage is the only thing you think you need, but like final draft is industry standard for screenwriting. Yeah. And yeah, I don't have final draft yet, but I'm gonna get it for teaching. Sorry, what? Sorry. Right, yes, I don't, have, I don't have final draft either because I'm selfish and I wanna save it I'm gonna get it right before the end of the semester, so that oh, way I have to. <laughs> me too, bro. Thank God. Did so like, I, me too. Yeah. So like, I've been writing on Celtex because. Me too. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's also writers do it. Like, any writing so honestly, any writing software, in my opinion, is writing software. You can figure it out. It's pretty yeah. intuitive, um, and you can look up shortcuts in anything. So like, it's really not like that. I feel like a lot of people make a big deal about Final Draft, like, oh, you have to have Final Draft, you have to know Final Draft, but it's like, you can figure out Final Draft more than you can figure out After Effects, you know? It's a yes. little, like, yes. um, but 
Let me think. Yeah, movie magic is for producers. I've never used that though. So hopefully I'll learn that more in my emphasis. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I don't um, know how to find it. It's like hella expensive too. But yeah, I guess Susan and, uh, has like a deal with it. But like you yeah. gotta ask like the right person and you get because I think someone that made it went to CSUN. Mm. I think my professor was talking about it because this one girl also wants to be a producer. So she was just she was just talking about it and I tried looking into it. I don't even know what the heck it is. Like I really don't even know. But like I wanna get it, you know, but I don't have the money for it. So Sam, when you get it, screen share one time, you know, when you look <laughs> yeah, at dude, it. I'll send you my login info. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Dude did ask. I have yeah. no idea what, what, yeah. What, what other skills do you think like film kids need to know? Because I feel like it's interesting because we're all going to end up being PAs one day, probably. And like, yeah. we think that the bar is so high, but I've talked to people that have been PAs before and they're like, yeah, I didn't learn this. I don't know any about this, but they made me a PA. And I don't know why. They just trusted me and I got in and now I know how to fax things. I know a copy machine. Like, I just know like basic, like, skills of like working in an office even though you're working on set right yeah and that's a really good question because like it's not like I like know for sure like what you used to know but I really feel like everybody says it all the time but the primary thing about the industry really just having personal connections with people and not being weird which is something I struggle with a lot because like I'm weird as hell and like <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm really socially awkward in certain situations. So I think that like skills wise, it's just know how to network and not be weird and pushy. Um, but also like stay in your ground. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I don't know what film kids need. Dude, if I knew I would be in the film industry right now, you know? <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like, like networking is a universal skill of just, and it's something that I'm working on right now. And I think every student is working on just like building mm -hmm. up their reputation and like making those connections and stuff. And it, it's, it's a little different. I feel like than just like being normal friends. No, it's not. <laughs> That's me psyching myself out. It's really getting to know people and like wanting to work with them. Yeah. But like that also means like having a personal relationship, not just like a work relationship. And that's kind of right. awkward during this time. Cause like, I don't know about you, but a bunch of people were just like not responding. People are flaking, you know, people aren't really taking care of their social life as much as like before the pandemic. We're like, people always, I think we're more on our yeah, phones, sure. but we're more likely now to just ignore things, you know, which is interesting. So yes. it's like, and like, you can't be like, hey, do you want to grab lunch? Or like food is like a universal, like, experience can't be like hey do you want to hop on zoom and have like lunch with me that's that's horrible like you know i mean maybe not the worst that's thing really ever. funny though because i have never it. that sounds so funny hey you want to hop on zoom and have lunch yeah <laughs> it's just so <laughs> so like it's really awkward so and like funny. normally also like going to like Starbucks at least with like friends or like the you know stuff like that on campus is fun to like network you like walk across campus with someone and you're just having a conversation but it's hard doing that now it really relies on text mm -hmm. but also with text you can't tell tone of things you know and like yeah. sometimes you can get in your head about True. it and like it's hard being like hey oh. like it's just awkward so yeah yeah I, I don't totally know. get that I feel like I'm comfortable saying hey and then after that point I just like don't know what to do you know yeah. I can just be I can be professional oh, hello but I cannot continue that conversation because I like can't actually support that kind of communication 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Plus, like, you don't it's, know what to say. It's like, am I just dragging on this conversation for conversation's sake? Or am I, because, like, sometimes you really just don't care what the other person's saying. You just want to get them to keep talking. That might sound bad, but, like, you're just trying to, you can't also force a friendship. And I don't know how to, like, make friends. You know, you know like, <clears throat> I somehow have friends in person, but over Zoom and, like, the pandemic, I realized, oh, I don't have that many as I think, you know? Yeah, it's like you really that. find out who's friends by proximity and who's friends like for like friends you know so yeah i totally get that yeah it's kind of weird too because i've made a lot of not a lot i've made a handful of friendships a hundred percent via zoom just like through meetings and stuff like that mm-hmm. and now i'm like what's it gonna be like when i see this person you know yeah because like zoom is often a very i feel that the is like in the classroom, you can kind of hide in the back and people might not notice you. But Wait, can you Zoom do that again? Classrooms, you're... Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Out. Um, okay, sorry about that. Um, I, I think that... Uh, ah, okay, yeah. hopefully Wi-Fi is okay. I can still um, hear you. I think that... Uh, okay, cool. Um, I think that Zoom is a very intimate setting more so than classrooms because in classrooms you can kind of hide in the back you can like pretend to be twiddling your thumbs or whatever and no one's going to really notice that you're hardly there but in zoom everybody is expected to be there and you can just like look at the person and see if they're there or not and it kind of like it's i feel like it skips a lot of stages that you really get in person about developing friendships that on zoom when you start talking to someone you're immediately with their face like here you know and also like with whatever personality they decide to show you and that's not necessarily the case in person you know um so it's it's really weird to make friendships on zoom versus like or to not make friendships on zoom it's just a hard thing to navigate really look forward to it being over (laughs) yeah yeah i agree but I'm also looking forward to like the non-essential meetings being on Zoom, you know, yeah. just like the stuff you don't really like. I I'm really looking forward to seeing what what clubs and what like events think that they need to be in person. Like mm-hmm. sometimes they're like, no, like calm down, like this is too much. Like what are you doing? Just no, 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 no. Yeah. Go back home. This is not worth my time. Plus, I agree. Like, the travel time of things is usually a lot you have to factor that in and I feel like everyone needs to start thinking about like if they do decide to go out or like have events and stuff in person is it worth the travel time like getting there parking walking in or like then doing the same thing but reverse like going back home but like on zoom you just like click a couple links and you can leave whenever it's very much so like the flakers favorite thing (laughs) Mm-hmm. that's yeah. very true yeah I know it's funny because like I look back on like some of the activities I did in my freshman year and I'm like I can't believe that I really walked like 15-20 minutes to get to an event that lasted an hour and then walked home 20 minutes like that was not worth I know it's like half the time it's just like worth it because it's like I'll just click a link in class and then leave like <laughs> yeah yeah it's really interesting especially yeah Especially being in LA and like how much time everything just takes, like driving wise and so many people. And especially how big CSUN is. CSUN's like not that huge, but like it's, I mean, it's like 10, 20 minute walk sometimes. Yeah. And walking back to wherever it is. 
factor that in for an hour meeting. Usually, like, sometimes it ends early and you're like, well. Uh. Yeah, no, that's true. Yup. Yeah, no, that's how, that's how I felt with a lot of different, like, clubs and stuff. That's why, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but the clubs with food really got me, you know, because then I don't have to pay for dinner. And it makes the travel time worth it because it's basically like I'm walking to dinner, but I'm also part of a club, you know, so like. Yeah, plus like, I, it that, saves you money. Like, yeah, you know. Exactly. Like you need to walk, basically. Yeah, so. that's a big uh, motivator. I mean, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, food is the easiest way to get people. And it's like, yeah, if you're a college student, you don't have money and some club is offering free pizza every Wednesday night, I'm going to go. Like, I don't even care what the club is. I just don't want to pay for groceries. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, I mean, you can just mingle. Plus, like, yeah, I've been to so many, like, business meetings and just said I'm a business major and I got food. Like, no <laughs> one's double-checking me. Like, like I could switch. You don't know what's going on in my head. I was a freshman at the time. You don't... I still get emails from the business college. Really? I got well, I head. But, like, okay. that's funny. But, like, yeah, my friend was... my. I had to, like, hold a conversation about business. My friend at the time was a business major. So I just like was spouting whatever the heck she was telling me. Oh and I was just like, <laughs> like I got free yogurt, like and like a gift card and like a free Chipotle stuff. That's amazing. And, like they advertised it. I followed the right people and they didn't say non-business majors weren't allowed. I mean, like, mm-hmm. how are you gonna check that? Exactly. Like, if you don't check that, that's their fault. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, also, I was there, I was loving life. I really enjoyed whatever the heck they had to offer. Mm-hmm food was good <laughs> everyone yeah. I mean, it wasn't that crowded like they threw away food i don't think they like threw away a lot of food but just like a lot of stuff goes to the trash i mean like yogurt you know melts so frozen yogurt it was really good and i was like can i take two because my dad like was there so i was like can i take another one for my dad and they're like yeah take as many as you can and i was like okay that's too much like i already feel so bad like on the inside for doing this but like <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, what's your major business? And I was like, uh, business. <laughs> you can't just like say, like, it's just kind of like just following the crowd, you know? Yeah. It was like a business event. I walked all the way across campus for it. I mean, I feel like I deserved it. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I do know some people in business. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Didn't hurt anyone. If I saved some space in a trash can probably and i got a free t-shirt that i don't like to wear because i'm not a business major (laughs) (laughs) if anyone wants the t-shirt let me know because i really don't want it i just feel weird (laughs) because i have like um like film t-shirts like two or three and i'm like yeah i like repping it because like you know i'm actually a film major Yeah. yeah so yeah free t-shirt giveaway on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the title (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, kind of circling back a little bit. You know Photoshop, Sam. I do. That's that's okay. I'm scared to learn <laughs> Photoshop. How do I? How did you approach it? Were you scared? I just get so scared. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, I was really scared, and I also was really frustrated. The same way that I am with. That's the thing is like the only reason that I can figure out Premiere because like I've never watched like a single tutorial on Premiere but the only reason because I edited I've edited like a few videos on Premiere but I don't like know it but 
Um, the only reason I know anything about Premiere is because I learned Photoshop. And the reason I had to learn Photoshop was because in high school, I was in AP art, and um, which is a not great uh, representation. I, like, don't look at my AP art portfolio. Um, but, uh, right, it's, yeah, but it's, uh, it was photography. And at that time, I literally didn't have any any training in photography or composition remotely. And so I was just going with what I like felt like looked good. And then my professor would be like, oh, remove this part. Or like, oh, can you like change this? And then I was like, uh. So then I had to learn Photoshop really fast. Um, and so there's still a lot of things I don't know. I feel like there's a million things you can do with Photoshop and I know maybe 20% of them. No, even that's too many. I don't even know. I don't know what I know, but I know enough that I can like edit things. Like a lot of the awe stuff, like all the awe backgrounds are great, like just things that I've done in Photoshop. I do some of it in Canva, but like it's like 50 50 Photoshop Canva. Um, and Photoshop photos and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know. That's cool. I know a lot of, I know a lot of, you know a lot of what? Sorry tricks you know yeah yeah I feel like there's and I've had moments too where like I'm gonna I'm gonna oh you, you paused explaining an issue like they're exasperated or something with Photoshop and I'll be like oh did you try this and they'll be like uh yeah and then like I'll find out that they're learning it like after I told them that you know everybody's embarrassed when they don't know anything but like I don't know anything I just know a handful of things that happen to be relevant you know and then they won't be so True, yeah. Okay, last topic I kind of want to talk about, unless you have anything else to add, is LinkedIn. You, man, you have like a pop LinkedIn. on LinkedIn. Yeah. I need to get into I that. I do not. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't I, even I have like, a profile picture. <laughs> dude, that's okay. A lot of people have profile pictures. Because, like, I heard this thing that, like, a lot of, I don't know if this is true. I think it was true at one point in history, but I don't know if it's true now. That, like, a lot of um, older people would purposely not put LinkedIn photos as profile pictures because they didn't want to show their age. And that is a way to avoid, because, like, age doesn't exist in the workplace, you know, if you're young or you're old. So, like, not having a profile picture is nothing to be ashamed of. That could be a strategic move right there. So, <laughs> you know, you don't want people to know that you're, like, 19 or 20. So, or do you? I have no idea. I don't know what people want. But yeah, no, my LinkedIn is not popping. I have 45 connections. Please connect with me on LinkedIn. I love people connecting with me on LinkedIn. <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah. yeah, I'll connect with you on LinkedIn. Sam, I really need to get on that. Yeah, dude. We'll we'll like go through your LinkedIn. <laughs> oh yeah. That could be like a video. <laughs> yeah. Your YouTube channel? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, gosh, I really gotta do it. I mean, I know so oh, God, I've been to like so many um like just like like zoom meetings with like some casting agents some managers like not just me one-on-one -on -one. whenever i say that i feel like oh i feel like a dick but like it's like like events and stuff and i feel like i and i talk to them or sometimes i talk in the chat but like you know i know of them or like i talk to i don't know but like I met them kind of on Zoom, so it's a weird relationship. I wonder if I can connect with them on LinkedIn technically, or is that like stretching it? You know, I don't know. Yeah, you should absolutely connect with them on LinkedIn. That's the thing is like, I, um, 
because link because you can do that on LinkedIn. You can't really do that on like Instagram or like any other social media. The only like social media platform where it's okay to basically like message and connect with a stranger that you've never spoken with but like have heard of is LinkedIn because mm-hmm. it's all about you know like building those connection stuff like it started for me with the August speakers which was actually really recently but I started messaging August speakers on LinkedIn and I was like hey thank you for coming this is my name this is who I am I just wanted to connect with you and then when they were connecting yeah or connecting outside of that you know Mm because I was just like whatever maybe they don't but like at least I tried and they've heard of my name <laughs> yeah yeah that's so smart you know what I'm gonna try to work on that over winter break like dead ass. I don't think I can do it now just because like I'm too stressed and I think like next semester is re- when I'm really gonna start thinking about it I'm gonna try to do as much as I can because I'm probably I was because I was supposed to have two jobs like before COVID like um like be a mentor and then also I mean I, w- I, mean, I applied for I got into be like a camp counselor over summer so I had like two jobs I was making money but I don't have that and I feel like it's kind of a blessing in disguise because um I have time to, to go to a bunch of random meetings and connect with professionals and I've been to so many and I feel like now it's already too late so I just gotta try again next semester and it's fine I mean you know hopefully all keeps having like cool guests or maybe repeat guests and maybe I'll be like hey <laughs> you know yeah. or like yeah Sweet. That'd be interesting. Okay, Sam, um, I'm moving on to the email, email the podcast. I said it in the beginning, I'm re-saying it again. Um, so do you want to say anything else before we get into the questions? Anything you want to talk about? Um, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of it. Your link's all weird now. So follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you you have the link tree down below. And also I'll link down Oz social media. Do you have that in your link tree or no? Uh, social media yeah i do not i'll put it down there it's fine okay okay Okay. (laughs) i got an email from from my friend um from matthew if you're an avid listener of the podcast you know this is if you have if this is your first time buckle up i set up my christmas tree is the subject i didn't know that the man in the yellow suit was ben kingsley Do you know those chocolate balls that when you put them in warm milk, marshmallows and like sprinkles start coming out and they're like all over social media? Yeah, I want to try to make those. I haven't heard of that. I haven't seen that, but whatever. Okay, number one, for your guest, have you watched the best episode of the podcast yet? The one featuring Derek? If so, what is your favorite thing about him? If not, why didn't you? Dude, I have not watched it yet. And the answer to that is simply because I just haven't, but I probably will, dude. That's what I was thinking about over winter break. I was like, I've been on this podcast now. I think I have to listen to every single episode that, you know, I appeared here. I didn't have to meet up with Lisa because, like, I was her first guest. But, like, I need to, like, know, you know? But, no, unfortunately, I have not. Okay. I'm Maybe don't listen to my solo episodes. Those are kind of just panicking. <laughs> kind of just no, me rambling. No, I would love to. Great. You're going to know so much about me. <laughs> you can make an expert in me um yeah the one featuring Derek aka Matthew he, he has two names but um that's the fourth episode so yeah just for you so you know you can just watch that one it's fine um okay number two what are some words that you always have trouble spelling okay so oh restaurant restaurant I can't spell restaurant 
Um, I always flip because it's it's R E S T A U R A and I flip it so it's R E S T A R A U N T. I don't know why I do that, but I do it every single time. Um, that's that's the number one word that I can't spell is restaurant. <laughs> I always miss the opportunity. I don't know why or like or recommendations. Just like everything that's longer than like four letters. <laughs> so. <laughs> But if you can say a word in like four letters and you, there's an equivalent word, you should use that word, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just misspell everything. Okay. How do you spell I cup? Okay. I know you're not going to get me on this. Okay? I was a prankster in school. I'm okay. not doing it. Okay. <laughs> I-C-U-P. <laughs> That's how you spell it. <laughs> Okay, number four. If you owned a DS, what was your favorite filter on the camera when you took pictures? God, I'm so boring because I didn't own a DS. Fun fact, I didn't watch TV or like do any of the cool kid things when I was a child. I literally watched TV shows from the 60s that my parents were showing me. So I didn't have a DS. I didn't have any video games except me. Do you know Gilligan's (laughs) Island? Like the show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because when you said '60s and TV shows, I was like, "That's that's like yeah. a big one that I know." Yeah, yeah I want because I watch I like love that show. TV. Yeah, and they always like all day. They would just show like Bewitched or like, mm-hmm. yeah, I loved Bewitched because the main character's name was Samantha. So, oh my god, yeah. So sorry, I didn't know DS. I'm sorry. It's all good. You know, I I had a 3DS and then I stopped using my 3DS and then my dad rented a car. And there was a DS just in the car, like underneath the seat when I was cleaning it one day and I was shook. So I was like, oh my God, I have a DS. And I was but like, it was obviously used and I still have the photos of the girl on there. And like, we reached out to the car company and like, I didn't touch it for like a couple months. And after I gave it three months, I was like, okay, now it's mine. And I started playing it. There was like two yeah. games in it. And I was like, okay, it's mine. But yeah, I didn't ever take photos with it because it wasn't my DS. But I was like, there's a show called Touch, and I was like, in Touch, there's a phone that travels around the world, at least in the first season. And I was like, what if I do that with the DS? Or like, then I was thinking like, <laughs> no, but what if I just fucking lose this DS? That's maybe a good story to write, but not a good thing to do. You know, something that's just better in your head than actually doing it. That's true. The game was fucking fun. I don't even remember what the hell the game was, but it was fun. I don't know. Okay, last one. Um, if another music artist pulled a U2 and just automatically downloaded their album to your music, which album slash artist would you want it to be? Wait, I- sorry. Could you say it again? You cut out like yeah. a teeny bit. Oh, it's okay. Um, if another music artist pulled a U2 and just automatically downloaded their album to your music, which album slash artist would you want it to be? Oh, okay. So this question is essentially what songs will you never get bored of? Yeah. Um, David Bowie, for sure. I'm Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. I love that album, and I would not be mad if David Bowie, uh, even though he's um, not with us, but if he did decide to just download all of his music on my phone, I would not be mad about it. I would not complain at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't really know anything about music, really. I need to. I just started listening to the Beatles. Like, I only listen to, like, trash. No, no not the Beatles, I- no. I'm started like before I listened to, like Disney music for like all mm-hmm. of high school and like a little bit of mm-hmm. rap because I was on the basketball team and that like whatever um and that's just like what they played and I was like oh, that's cool 
And then um, mm-hmm. in high in college, I started getting really into musicals. And I was like, wait, I didn't really have, if someone asked me, like, what's my, people ask me, like, oh, what type of music do you listen to? I'm not just going to say musicals. At the time, I was like, oh. Yeah. I just I just yeah, like I indie I and I listen to some that. I listen to some artists and I'm trying to like get into music a lot more but I have like a shitty answer but like everyone's gonna fight me on this but I really like Taylor Swift's album Lover and no one really likes that one as much it just meant so much to me at a time when I was really sad like that music has gotten me through so much and like all obviously all the other Taylor Swift albums are just fun for me but Lover is just like emotionally I connect to it I, my friend Matthew the one who emailed me got me um the the record for it and he got me a record player and mind you the record player doesn't work we need to fix that but <laughs> once it does um uh, Matthew this is my reminder to text me about fixing it because Jesus Christ I love lovers so much I don't know why everyone I don't think likes it I haven't listened to her new stuff I only have Lover on. If I have Lover on, if you follow me on Spotify, I have Lover on. That means I'm going through something. And it's helping me work it out. <laughs> it's like only time I play it. Oh, God, that album just helps me so much. Like, I listened to it, I think, during AP season. And, like, Christmas. I don't know when it came out. But, that like, the last semester of, of senior year of high school, that was just my album. And I was really struggling then with, like, because also I thought I was going to be in engineering. I, th- I was going to be an architect and an engineer, but now I'm in film. And like, mm. I knew I wanted to be in theater and I knew I sucked and I knew I wanted to be like, I don't know. I don't think I have imposter syndrome. I haven't been diagnosed. I self-diagnosed, which isn't the best, but I just think that I wasn't good enough to do anything I wanted to do. I was like, my life is going to be full of settling. So I might as well get started now and not do the thing I want to do. And I was like, wait. Maybe that's the wrong attitude. I'm young. Maybe I could just like mm-hmm. do everything. Yeah. And then the album helped inspired me. And now I want to do everything. And that's more. good. That's that's really good. I like I myself love Taylor Swift. I mean, I actually haven't listened. I didn't listen to Lover and I haven't listened to um her latest album at all. Which yeah. is really loves her latest album, and I haven't listened to it a I single know. time. I've literally listened to one. But I loved Everybody hated Reputation, but I liked Reputation a lot because I was going through something when um, that album came out and it was like my vibes. And so now it's not how I feel about like literally anything. But when that album came out, dude, Reputation was like my thing. So I understand your love of Taylor Swift, dude. I'm right there with you. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to like fight us, but like it's whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, like this album means something to me. I feel like Taylor, I know a friend who's like every single time, like Taylor Swift is like releases an album, like they they're going through something similar. So like that's just uh-huh. like really interesting because she releases music like every two years or every other. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, whatever. She releases it whenever she wants. Um, it's like interesting how like her favorite artist is Taylor Swift, and just because like whenever I think it's Nikki Glaser. Had said it I don't know maybe the comic that I like I actually don't know who said it but I know someone I saw somewhere really liked Taylor Swift music because every time she's going through something Taylor is I think it was Nikki Glaser now I think about it not a friend so then just a random person that I listened to a radio show said that <laughs> my friend <laughs> no um okay the last quote you know a nap was good when you got those lines on your arms and stuff yes Snooky and Jay Wow great I, I woke up with those lines on it today and I didn't want to get up. That's why I woke up like 
two hours ago now or something. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. I have these lines on my arm. I, I did, this is a story I didn't like talk about. I have these lines right here on my arm. Um, and it's, they look like a scratch, but it's actually a burn because I was able to rent CSUN's, um, lighting equipment and I had protective gloves on, but those lights literally get so hot that I burned my arm on the light. It, this was so bad. It was so painful when I got it, but so I have lines on my arm, not from a nap, tragically. <laughs> I wish they were from a nap, but that's true, dude. It's like on my face, dude, on like a crinkle in the pillow, dude, good nap. Good quality nap. Yeah. I don't really take naps, but I do kind of say I take naps because I barely sleep. So, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But I think last night I slept for like eight hours, so that was good. Couldn't, that's not every day. Wants to be, though. All right, mm-hmm. Sam, this has been fun. Um, do you have any last things to say? We're going to wrap it up right here. Want anything to add? We talked about cool. a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, listening to this, I guess if you're if you're at this point, you already did listen to it. But uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. Email the podcast if you know me and Sam. You are now obligated to email the podcast, and if you listen this far, you know me and Sam. So email the podcast. <laughs> There's only two more episodes after this. I might make a season two if we're still in this pandemic by March. I might be like, oh my god. <laughs> I hope not though. <laughs> I hope for, for, I don't know, for Pete's sake and my sake, everyone's sake, we're not in this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But email the podcast, please. I mean, that's like, just makes, whenever I see I got an email from the podcast, it makes me smile. And I know it's coming because I text Matthew to email me, but it still makes me smile. Okay. That's so cute. I love that. I'll email the podcast, even though, for the next podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right. Um, Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Peace.